And we're back. It is MSW right here on Radio 2000 with myself, Lelom Zakta, in this evening. Now, we're still talking about football, talking about Fana and French-based midfielder Bongani Zungu. He has started to get uh, some form because he's been playing in the last two games. He's regaining his match fitness and he knows that tomorrow that they have a chance to earn the respect in this tournament. All I can say is that uh, I feel like we... You know, for me to score the goal, you know, it was a good delivery from Pesitao. And I feel like the team has been defending very well. You know, um, we didn't concede a lot of goals. And, uh, yeah, man, and, and, and it's, it's inspiring, you know, to, to, be, to, yeah, to be part of the national team that, you know, gets into the, to the last 16 of the tournament and... Uh, yeah, man, and all I can say is, you know, um, that we, we are happy, we're excited for the challenge, and yeah, man, we, we should do good, and we, we, we are ready. Yeah. It's not an upset, you know. Um, it's normal. They, they're the host, you know, and uh, they've got, you know, um, good players, you know. We've got respect for them, but uh, in the pitch, you know, it's 11 versus 11, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, as I said, that we, we're looking forward to the game. It should be a good game, a nice game of football. And uh, us as South Africa, you know, we, we have to go on the, on the game, you know, uh, prepared. And yeah, I mean, everyone in our team, you know, is looking sharp and confident. And yeah, it should be a nice uh, game of football. Now, Bafana Bafana and the Pharaohs of Egypt have got two squads that are dominated by locally based players, with the South Africans bringing in no less than 17 players from the PSL and Egypt 15 from the EPL. And some of these players have met each other in the CAF Champions League this season. One game to remember it is that 5 0 demolition of Al Ahli by Mamilodi Sundowns. Now, one of the chief destroyers that day was a Tembam Shishizwane, who unfortunately will miss the game due to suspension. Now, head coach Stuart Baxter says that this is an opportunity for another player to shine. To lose Temba, Temba's been playing very well for us and he's, he's, a, very, he's a very important part of the team. That link, that link sometimes in, on transition, Temba does that very well. He's very creative in the last third and we need to be more creative in the last third. So, of course, when you lose a, one, a good player, it's a blow, but it opens a door for, for other people and we've got... People like Maboy, people like Lorch, people like Villa, they all, they all want to put up their hand and, you know, get a chance. I think that, uh, I don't want to answer Bongani's question for him, but, you know, some of the most amazing things were discovered by people too stupid to know that it couldn't be done, you know, and that's, and that's how we'll be looking at this. Well, Dean Furman trained yesterday. He trained quite well. We took him out as a precaution towards the finish and we're waiting to see the reaction to that training this morning. So while I'm here, he's, he's being tested by the, the doctors and the medical team will tell me if he can take full part in the pre-match training this evening. If he can, then he will play. The tournament atmosphere is that you have very little time in between games to prepare properly, so you have to debrief games and brief games quickly. The fact that we're playing against the home nation is inspiring and knowing the Egyptian people, knowing their passion for football, knowing their expectations are very high, knowing that they have some great players, 
I believe that the pressure is probably going to be more on them because for them it would be a national disaster if South Africa beat them. For us it would be very disappointing. So we will go into the game quietly believing that we can cause an upset but knowing that we will have to play very, very well because this is a good Egyptian team and they will have, in any case, in the beginning of the game, they'll have massive support. And maybe one of the jobs that we have to do is to try to quiet the, quieten the crowd by being a tougher opponent than, uh, than people think. I'm trying not to look at it as bad luck. I'm trying to look at it as a, a great challenge and, uh, and an inspiring challenge to be meeting Egypt on the stadium outside in front of a massive crowd. I think it's our job when the crowd will start with passion, the crowd will start with enthusiasm, it's our job to bring maybe some frustration into the, into the mixer. And if we can do that and the crowd become a little bit impatient, the players will feel that on the field. We know that the home nation can be a good thing and it can be also... That can be big pressure if they feel that they're not pleasing that massive crowd. So that will be part of our job. But we will play with no inhibitions. We will play with no sense of we must. We'll play with a lot of a sense of we want. So if we can do that, I think it will be an interesting game. If we can't, then maybe the people are right to be critical and they're right to be negative. But... We will, we will give it a good shot. We will give it a good shot. That is uh, the coach of the national team, this Stuart Baxter, talking ahead of Bafana Bafana's crunch match against Egypt tomorrow when it comes to the Africa Cup of Nations. After the break, we're going to be talking to someone who is in Egypt who thought that he might be on his way back. But because of the calculations and the permutations going Bafana Bafana's way, he still finds himself in Egypt. Don't go nowhere. Hashtag NSW. And yes, there was uh, Coach Stuart Baxter there. I mean, hey, quite a lot of things to talk about and a lot of opinions that are out there. But let's see what Bafana Bafana will be doing tomorrow. And, you know, I I spoke before the break about a gentleman that uh, you think that uh, he'd be on the plane, uh, on a flight back home following Bafana Bafana's loss to Morocco. However, he still finds himself very much still in Cairo to support the lads against the Egyptians tomorrow. Our man on the ground is none other than Veli Lemnyandu, who will actually unpack it all for us straight from Egypt. Uh, Velile, how are you doing? Uh, no, I'm doing fine, Lelo. Just to correct you, we're here to cover the Afcon <laughs> um, until the final. Until the final. So you're not coming home anytime soon. You're going to be staying whether Bafana Bafana lifts the trophy or not. Thank you. Yeah. Now, you know, Velila, talk to us. I mean, in terms of the Fana Bafana camp, but we know that uh, there's uh, an issue there with Temba Zwane might not be featured, will not be featuring in the match tomorrow because of suspension. However, how are things looking there in the Bafana Bafana camp? Well, I think uh, things are looking fine in the camp. Um, all the players trained yesterday and also today. Um, obviously, Zwane is training, but um, he's out of tomorrow's game due to suspension. Yeah. Got a booking in the first game against Cote d'Ivoire. And also in the last game uh, against uh, Morocco, and uh, those games both happened to be two losses that Bafana got in the group. Uh, but uh, the coach speaking to international media today, his points for choice uh, in terms of the replacement for Zwane. Um, when you consider that there's Lebohang Mabu, uh, there's 
Shield was launched, uh, uh, Zila and uh, a number of players uh, who would be vying up uh, for those uh, two spots uh, in, in, in the attacking um, role in the, in the midfield. So, yes, they will miss um, Shishi. Mm-hmm. And you know what Mshushi did against uh, Al Ali earlier this season uh, in the Club Champions League. They know him very well in that Egyptian team. team. And uh, there's also, also these are two squads uh, that are dominated by locally based players as well, uh, the Egyptians and also Bafana uh, Bafana. They know each other very well. Some of these players have been playing against each other even in the Champions League. Yeah. So, in terms of. Uh, how close this game is. Yes, Egypt has won um, all the nations so far in the competition. Bafana has lost two, but pound for pound, I see the as a tight game. A tight game. Any opportunity that you've had to see Bafana Bafana train? Yes, we've been to Bafana Bafana's training session, mm. and uh, we've also been uh, speaking to the players regularly as well, with the players today uh, and also yesterday as well. Yeah. And uh, yes, uh, I think, in fact, even the night when uh, they found out that they made it to the second round, they were watching with the team uh, by the poolside there, by their hotel, and uh, you could see the emotions, uh, especially when the game it was at half time, you know, yeah. and also towards the end when. Uh, <laughs> Angola was really pushing for an equalizer, and that's what Angola needed. Uh, they just needed an equalizer, and they would be through to the next stage, and Bafana would be going home. Mm. Um, as the chances were being missed by Angola, or the saves were being made by the Malian uh, goalkeeper, uh, you could see how uh, edgy our boys were. But, uh, you know, to finally see them uh, going through, I think it's, it's quite something, because the last time. We qualified to a knockout. It was back in 2013, and they were playing at home at that time. We were not qualified like now. Mm. So, and also, uh, when you consider that, I've seen that people are saying that team um, has made it to the next stage through the back door, but I'm asking which back door because it's in the tournament rules that um, <laughs> the four set uh, best place teams have to make it uh, yeah. to the next stage. Uh, this is an expansion. Of the tournament from 16 to 2014, mm-hmm. uh, unless maybe these things are reserved for Europeans, because when uh, Portugal uh, won their recent uh, Euro title, yeah. um, they had not won a single game, and uh, they qualified as one of the best best uh, teams to, to the next stage. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing, yeah. And uh, Bafana Havana has qualified in the same way that um, Benin, the same way that uh, DRC. Um, and also Guinea have qualified, mm. you know. So there's there's no there's no back door here. There's no back but door. We also yes, we also don't deny that uh, the team has not performed well at all. Uh, when you consider their uh, group stage's performance, and they will have to redeem themselves. Yeah. And what a better way of doing that than in the last 16 against the home against the in front of a set to 75,000 uh, current international students. You know, I asked you about if you've seen Bafana Bafana Ken because I wanted to just find out whether were there any indications that coach Baxter might be making you know a couple of changes in the starting lineup for the match tomorrow yes he is hinted that um, he he wants to go all out he wants to be more offensive um, in tomorrow's game is something that has been heavily criticized um, about uh, their performance in 
in the group stages that uh, he maybe has been focused too much on the conservative approach um, that we've seen too much defending that we've seen but look Stuart Baxter and his football is best suited to this transitional play uh, type that he always goes for and which might not be the best way of doing things, especially in the group stages where teams are more about securing points. No mm-hmm. one is going all out. You you saw how uh, Cote d'Ivoire uh, came with the approach. You saw how uh, also Morocco came with the approach, especially in the first half, uh, because they knew that they are already through and they've got the points, but it was a matter of just finishing at the top. Mm-hmm. And it was only in the second half where Morocco came all out uh, to attack. So I think maybe the inexperience because also this is his uh, first major competition at this level. The inexperience of dealing with that uh, from Baxter's side, uh, it, it, it counted against him. But this being a knockout phase now, uh, <laughs> it's a totally different ball game uh, altogether. Uh, you know, if you know his record in knockout competitions, even back home there in the PSL. Uh, it, 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 it's something that he, he held quite differently. Mm. And we are thinking on that. And if I consider the way I saw him today facing the international media and the session we had with him uh, at the hotel yesterday, it, it, the different scale boxer that we've been seeing from uh, the cross stages one, you can see that the team progressing to the next stage um, has revived something um, in, in, in that in that camp. So I'm, I'm just hoping that uh, we can see a Bafana Bafana that we're all expecting to see in the group stage that we didn't see. Um, because when you come to this level, um, you, you want to see the identity of the country's football. You want to see what South African football is all about. And the football that you see in the group stages is not the football that we've seen from sundowns or from all the parades in the Champions League. Did Coach Stuart Baxter by any chance face questions about uh, why he has left out uh, Temikosi Lodge for the three matches that they've played so far in the tournament? Well, I think uh, when you look at um, the competition, in fact, I will take you back to, I think it was on the 24th of May. Um, I don't know, 24th of May, and at that time we... I'm not sure if we were still going for the awards or it was after the awards, but mm. um, around that time, Coach Baxter was asked um, about the omission of. Um, in fact, he was, he was asked about a Tempo Siloche, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what does he think of Tempo Siloche uh, being the player of the season and, and also what role is he going to play at the AFCON? And I was listening to that clip again yesterday. Uh, just to recap on how does the coach think about a Tempo And you could tell there that uh, there are doubts that he still has. And he, he was saying in that, in, in, in that interview that he wants to see Lodge proving himself, mm. um, even here before our that he can repeat the performances that he sent from the TSL. So, and, and, and I also think that the fact that we didn't have enough. Uh, preparatory matches coming to the tournament, uh, it has also robbed uh, Stuart Baxter an opportunity of not testing some of the players he was also not sure about. And and I, I think he's also committed a huge blunder um, by by not 
giving Lodge at least game time mm. in the three matches that we've played in this competition so far, especially against Namibia. Yeah. Because yesterday we spoke uh, to Lodge, and uh, it's a story that I felt today. And wh- what I was also trying to get from him was, when we played against Namibia, these are players that you see playing in the PSL. At least you would have expected to get at least a 20-minute run or mm-hmm. even a 15-minute run, you know? So, just because people also talk about the experience that he doesn't have enough experience. And granted, it, it doesn't have. But when you play against a kid in Namibia, uh, he's up against the PSL players. And this is someone who's also the PSL player of the season as yeah. well. So, you want to give, to, to give him a run. But look, um, the decision to field a player is a decision of the coach. Me and you can all can all have opinion, mm. you know. But what is important is that Lodge should be ready at all times. The tournament is still underway. Zwane uh, is not playing tomorrow. Uh, anything, anything can happen, you know. Mm. So what is important is that the player should be ready. And uh, who knows? Lodge can be given a run tomorrow. He can. He, he can do wonders, you know. But look, uh, at least he should have played by now. But the tournament is not over. And let's wait and see for tomorrow. There's been reports and quotes from Lodge saying that uh, he is actually ready to go out there. Have you spoken to the player? Who? Oh, Tim, because Lodge. As I said, I spoke to him yesterday, yeah. yeah. And, and this is, I was sharing with you what my conversation with him about was about yesterday, mm. um, especially regarding this thing that he has not played yet. But look, Lelo, uh, this is the national team. There are other players who have not played. So I think also we must not put pressure on the boy. Yeah. And because, because now once he once gets time to play, people will be saying, what can Lush offer? Because it's not only about one player, you know. Yeah. Um, but yes, he deserves a run. And he, he needs the run. But also I feel that and uh, we must not put too much pressure on him because this is a different level. This is a different level. Mm. Um, and and especially now we are in the in the in the in the knockout, in stage, the knockout stage. You yeah. know? Yes, yes. Now with the when it comes to changes, I mean we've seen uh, in the goalkeeping department where it was Ronan Williams and then Darren Keaton and then Williams again. A- any reason given to the national team coach as to why he keeps rotating uh, the goalkeepers there? Yeah, well, the coach was saying at uh, different games demand different um, type of tactics, and uh, he also felt that uh, for the second game he wanted someone like uh, uh, like Darren Kitt, you mm-hmm. know. But in the in the first game, Ronald Williams had performed very well, you know, and I I think also even in the third game where he came back, he also performed very well. Darren Kitt, I don't think. Um, he did very well uh, against Namibia. Against Namibia, mm-hmm. and his defense saved him big time um, in, in, in that game. So I think the coach now also, you know, to to build, to try and work on consistency in, in the back four, and and also to 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 try and uh, have that good understanding um, between the goalkeeper and and also his defense. He needs to stick with Ronan Williams, because the boy has done well so far. And I know that uh, at, at home, the boy has been uh, receiving a lot of backlash for a game that has played donkey years ago against Brazil, considering five goals. 
But I think it's time to move on now. He's the goalkeeper of the season. We've seen what he can offer. And for me, I think as African football, we need to get to a stage where this over-reliance on William Kuhn is the number one. We need to overcome that. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the next Afghan in 2021 in Cameroon, <laughs> we must be having a team um, that is well below this uh, age group that we're seeing here. You know, Afana Afana is the second oldest team in this tournament. Yeah. And something that, that I feel doesn't occur well for uh, Safa's vision 2022. And I don't understand how the FA, uh, and, and, and I, I think sometimes, yes, in our football, we allow too much, nothing independent. Yes, the coach uh, does his final selection. But if, as the country, we have a vision that says, 2022 and the, uh, the composition of our team should be like this. And then we come here with a squad that is the second oldest squad. It doesn't occur well for uh, what we want to do. Yeah. You know? mm. But look, now we're already here. The team has been selected and we're in the last 15, led by icons with icons. But going forward, we need to be firm on these things. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think the technical side of the FA, they need to put their foot down going forward to say, this is what we want to achieve. Because it cannot be. It cannot be that there are boys who've been to under-20 World Cup, who've been to the Olympics, but who are deserving to be here and are not here. And they're not there. But, uh, that, that, yeah, that is a debate for another day. And then in closing there, Velila, I mean, you cannot talk about Egypt without talking about uh, Mo Salah. Uh, in terms of the squad, how are they planning to actually close him down? Because, I mean, yes, he's not going to be the only player on the field, but one cannot ignore that Mo Salah is a massive cog in the works when it comes to the Pharaoh squad. Well, Lelo, if you, you've been watching some of the games so far, especially games that are involving uh, Egypt, Egypt is not one of the most difficult teams to break down mm. uh, at this AFCON. And I felt that uh, Zimbabwe tried to do that in the opening game, and got, they had a lot of chances with Kama Biliat and also Knowledge Musona up front. And we saw with DRC, as much as they lost by two goals to nil, but... Uh, they also had a lot of chances. I, I, I thought Florian uh, Ibeng on the day, he had set up well, but uh, they were punished for their defensive errors. And Uganda, I mean, Uganda, um, the two goals that they considered, they came against the line of play, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, we will say that uh, El Shanawi had made a lot of saves even before uh, Egypt managed to score. So, and knowing how Stuart Baxter can set up um, as well, I think for me, this is a team of uh, Javier Aguirre. Um, yes, I'm with uh, 75,000 spectators be behind them. They can do anything, um, also tri- driven by this crowd, you know. Mm. But I think that there's a way of... They are beatable. They're they beatable. Are beatable. Oh. They are not... Yes, they are not your your Algeria. We'll see what Belmondi can do. Mm. You know, they are not... Your Morocco. We've seen how difficult it's to beat the Moroccan team under uh, Javier Renard. Uh, you know, so with Egypt, I feel that it's totally different. And also, there's this element. We've been speaking to the people here. Egyptians, they don't believe that this is an Egyptian team um, of 2006. The team of Mohammed Zidane, the team of the Mohammed Abu Trikas, the Wild Gomas, that yeah. can and from uh, El Hadari, that can that can go all the way, you know, because that's just, just something missing. Yes, we've got 
El Mohamed who's done very well for five score two goals coming from the back, you know, leading by example the captain. And also you have Salah, of course. But most importantly, one player that has excited me so far in this team of Egyptians is Trezeguet. Um the number seven, who's, who's played very well mm-hmm. uh, so far. Two men of the match awards, and and also if 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 you can just try and, and, and manage him because Mosala is Mosala, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> there's nothing else you can say. That. But I believe that with a good tactical plan uh, to deal with him, because Bafana Bafana is not really a team under Spirbasa that is uh, more on Ben marking. He was also reiterating that today that it's more. Uh, a personal market. So yeah. that requires some good technical discipline. Uh-huh. So I, I, I don't think it's about focusing on certain individuals, but yes, um, there are players who are more dangerous than others. So an extra eye on those will have to be always there at all times uh, uh, throughout the game. All right. But look, uh, I, know, I know that people will be asking, you're sounding so positive. Mm. Well, if you've watched Egypt in this tournament, you'll also agree that if you can take your chances against them, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Velile, thank you so much uh, for your time. And then, yeah, we'll touch base uh, as the tournament carries on. Hola, that is Velile Mnyandu, SABC sport journalist live from Cairo, giving us a breakdown as to what is happening in the Bafana camp, what the coach has been saying, what the players have been saying as well, and how the emotions there, and also giving us an insight about what they feel ahead of this uh, match against Egypt there. Now, as Bafana Bafana take on a mammoth task of knocking the host nation out of the continental showpiece, the next 24 hours will actually be filled with uh, some anxiety and some excitement and adrenaline as well and who better to give us an insight into this exciting encounter than the man who has actually won South Africa's only Africa Cup of Nations title and that's none other than the coach himself Clive the dog Barker. Coach Barker good evening and welcome to the show. Yeah nice to be on the show guys. Thank you so much for joining us this evening I mean when it comes to playing and preparing a side to go out there in the Africa Cup of Nations. I mean, it's something that you know all too well. What does it take for a team to go out there and go all the way and lift the trophy? I know it's a broad question, but please, take us on a journey. Yeah, I just think that, you know, I always found if you can get a team playing off the cuff, um, that's exactly what you want. Mm. And that's what we've got, and it's turned on us now that we have to go out there and play. And and if you've been watching, the, or everybody's been watching the games, um, it, it's been so disappointing that they've never really even got over the halfway line hardly. And shots at goal are minimum, and I say minimal about three or four in the whole match. So I just think that uh, they've put themselves into a corner. The only way they can get out there is to be freed and have a full go out there. And if they do that, I think they've got half a chance. In fact, I think they, they, they might cause the biggest upset in, the, in this tournament. Would you say, I mean, with the, the points that you just put out there, that uh, Bafana Bafana really not, barely getting out their own half and the shots on target as well being lacking there, is, is it a matter of lack of ability or is it more psychological as a team? I think it's lack of confidence when you're out there. And um, it's crazy what... Um, the reports coming back of, of not 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 quick, not enough depth, never getting behind the defenders, 
um, shots at goal a minimum. Um, and I just think that they've got to turn that all around. And fortunately, they have been given another opportunity. Mm. I think that they will play better. Um, and and Tao and Zwami have got two real top-class players. And if they free the ball, their inhibitions, and just get out there and play, I'm, I'm quite sure that they, they've got an, an outside chance of turning this, this, the results around it. But it's been really disappointing. I mean, you, you talk about lack of confidence, and I mean, they played against the likes of Ivory Coast, Morocco, and Namibia. Now they're going to be taking on the host nation itself, Egypt. Where can, how can they actually pick themselves up to make sure that they are ready and they get that confidence that is needed for them to go forward and go out there and execute the tactics correctly? Yeah, sometimes you, you know, you come up against uh, teams and things like that, and the, the style might suit you. I think it will suit us because I think we'll get forward much better. I think we will push on and try and play in one half, which is vitally important. If you, A, you, you're in control of where you are playing, and two, you win the ball back quickly if they've got it. So I just think that there's, there's a way to play. And I just think they've got the opportunity now. They're, they're, up, they're really up against it. No one besides their grannies and grandfathers and mothers and fathers will think that they've got a chance. But who knows, um, sometimes when you've got your back to the wall, that's the time you fight harder and you find something in your teammates. Um, so I think it's not all over yet. I mm. think we still have a chance. And then, I mean, looking at Bafan and the way that they've been playing so far in the tournament, what strengths do you think that they, sh- they have, first and foremost, and that they should actually, you know, put more emphasis on if they do want to get out there and win this game? Well, the one thing, they mustn't look at the stats because the stats, they wouldn't go out there if they did. Um, but, but football's a funny game, as you all know, and sometimes you've got no chance and you find something and everybody else around about you um, you start playing better. I mean, nobody can tell me that South Africa can't play. All of a sudden, uh, we couldn't have gone that far back that we, that nobody would give us a chance. And um, I just think that the football, the quality of football served up in the PSL uh, this year was fantastic in the season that's just gone by. So if they can do it at the club level, why can't they do it at an international level? Mm. And then, I mean, uh, just looking at uh, individuals as well, in terms of Bafana Bafana, which one has impressed you the most so far? Um, really, I, I, I'll tell you quite honestly, I think the goalkeeper, I think he made three or two, two or three very telling saves, and I would think when, it worries you when you say, who's the best player and you've got to come up with the goalkeeper. Mm. Um, but I think, the, the, as I said, the three shots that he, he made, they were accidental reflex. Uh, saves, but they were fabulous because um, he really turned it on when he had to. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Williams from Supersport. From Supersport. And I mean, if uh, the goalkeeper is the one who is quite impressive, then it actually means uh, that sometimes we actually do find ourselves, uh, our backs on the ropes there, which is actually not really a positive thing, would you say? Yeah, and the, the worrying about the big players overseas who you're going to come up against. Uh, they must just push that behind them because uh, if they don't play to their potential, we're not going to get through. If we play to their potential and something falls into place, then there's no, no doubt that we can cause, as I said, the, the result of the century. Mm. 
And then, I mean, coming up against Egypt, they are the host nation, a side uh, that uh, is going to be getting quite a lot of support. And, I mean, they're going to have the 13th man, who, well, the 12th man, who's going to be in the stands in the form of their supporters there. What do you make of the current Egyptian side, uh, firstly, and then them being uh, the host of playing against the Bafana side that has only won one match in the, in the group stages? Yeah, I think that that's that's the unfortunate stat that I said earlier in this conversation. Um, but football makes you eat your words, and we don't want to go too hard on them because it's, that that doesn't help. Too, I'm sure that Stuart Baxter's got enough worries about trying to work out getting his team his team to play accordingly to the way he wants to. But if if he genuinely, he will know that the there is a South African way, and the South African way is to to get out there, put your foot on the ball, um, dictate things, take it away from them, don't give the ball away, hold on to it when you've got it dearly, and and if you do that, you can turn this rotten situation into a good situation. It's only 19 minutes away. Uh-huh. And then uh, do you perhaps have a prediction for us? Yeah, I'm going to go that Pekano is going to win 2-1, and I really hope they are because they are our babies, they are our, our boys, and we want them to bring the result home. They can do it. I just hope that they feed up a little bit and get out there and, and take, the, take the game to Egypt. Well, uh, Coach Clive Barker, thank you so much uh, for your time. And, yeah, let's hope that 2-1 does materialize. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is for the Thank you so much, uh, Coach Barker. That is former Bafana Bafana coach Clive Barker saying that, yeah, you know, he's remaining optimistic and he predicts a 2-1 scoreline in favor of Bafana Bafana against Egypt tomorrow in the Africa Cup of Nations. You are listening to MSW. To be honest, uh, I lost the hope on our national team, Bafana Bafana, together with their coach, Stout Baxter. I don't see anything happening. There will, there will be no surprises. There will be no eye of an Italy. Because Egypt is one of the best solid squad in Africa. So I don't see them passing there. There will be no eye of an Italy there. Bafana Bafana is just a goat which is going to be killed on Christmas. Case close. Gunisto Magunela. Kuzana Village. Thank you so much. Yeah, getting biblical. They're talking about the eye of the needle. Do you think that Bafana Bafana does have a chance to progress in uh, to you know to progress and even go all the way and lift this trophy into the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and even the finals? You can hit us up on our WhatsApp uh, voice note uh, there with the 060-584-2250. That's the number, and of course the number to call 089-110-2000 and 089-110-3377. And yeah, let's uh, still talk about Bafana Bafana because uh, having sneaked into the last 16 after two losses and one victory in the group stages, what are Bafana's chances of progressing to the last, uh, well, to the quarterfinals there as they actually take on the host Egypt tomorrow? Let's actually foresee the future there. Talk to psychic Linda Kuhn, who is joining us on the line. Linda, good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, Linda. Thank you so much. You know, okay. uh, there's, yes. uh, there's a lot of talk about Bafana Bafana. I mean, we've also yes. just listened to coach uh, uh, Clive Barker saying that tomorrow he sees them winning 2-1. You know, he's remaining optimistic. Yes. A voice note uh, here that we just had, a man saying that they are not even going to go through because they don't have a chance, not even through the eye of the needle. Can Bafana Bafana make it? Your predictions. Okay, my prediction is, you know, 
it's going to be a tough game. Egypt will obviously try to keep their 100% record, while Bafana Bafana are very keen to win this game. Early in the game, Bafana Bafana will score one goal. But Egypt will try, you know, as I say, they will try to keep the record and throw out everything. So I predict a 2-1 um, goal in favour of Egypt. <laughs> so it's going the other way because Clive Barker is saying in favor of Bafana, and you're saying that Bafana Bafana will score an early goal tomorrow, but yes, two yes. one in favor of Egypt. Yeah, because you know Egypt Egypt will try everything to to keep the um hundred percent record. Mm. They will start everything. I see when I do my prediction here that um the goalkeeper of Bafana Bafana is not going to apply his mind the way he shoots. Hmm. And that will cost Bafana Bafana this match. I hope he's listening and will apply his mind. Because, I mean, just... Yes, uh, of course. With, with uh, you know, looking at that match, I mean, which side do you see being the, the dominant one between Bafana and Egypt? I, I obviously Bafana Bafana, hmm. because they're really keen to win this game. You know, the Africa Cup of Nations is a very prestigious game. Hmm. It's a very prestigious event. But it's going to be a tough game. So Egypt will try all the tricks in the book to win. And they will score by 2-1. Two 2-1 to one. Two to one for Egypt yes. there. And then, yes. uh, well, if, in that case, it means that you do not uh, foresee Bafana Bafana further uh, in the tournament, uh, you know, than this last 16 match. It, it's a pity. It's a pity because Bafana Bafana has done so well and they've come so far now to lose this match. It's, it's, you know, it's a great pity. But Egypt, Egypt will try everything in, in their power to keep their, to maintain their hundred percent record, and that's the problem. Mm. And also, you must remember, it is very the the weather conditions in Egypt is very very warm. Um, you know, it's going to start off with about thirty seven degrees mm. heat in the day, and it's going to drop overnight by twenty five degrees. That can affect Bafana Bafana's performance. Yeah, look, we've got a strong team. There's no doubt about it, and our, our men are super fit. But Egypt is a bit of a problem. They're going to throw everything out mm-hmm. to win this match. And then, just so you know, looking into a crystal ball or whatever uh, instruments you use to, to try and foresee the future, who do you see lifting the tournament the trophy, the gold medal, getting the gold medal in this Africa Cup of Nations this year? Well, I, I, I think Egypt will try to, to get it, but I don't think they will get it. Mm, you don't think so Egypt will get it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, at this stage, it's a little bit dicey to predict a, an actual winner to get the Gold Cup, but Egypt will definitely try to get it. Egypt are going to try to get it, but you don't yeah, see Bafana no. Bafana progressing there. What do you think then no. maybe Bafana Bafana could do to avoid getting the 2-0 beating, 2-1 beating, because you did say that the goalkeeper... We, we, we need we need to talk to the coach because the goalkeeper must apply his mind. Otherwise, the farmer performer is not going to win the match. Mm, the goalkeeper must apply his mind. Because yeah, we spoke yes. to, to Coach Clive Barker there and he said that yes. the person that has actually in, uh, impressed him in the tournament, it is the goalkeeper in the name of Ron yes. Williams who has okay. made a, quite a number of saves. But he's saying that yes. if he does not apply his mind the way that he should, then Bafana are going to yes. find themselves in Yeah, which, in will be, which will be very sad for us in South Africa because we didn't do well in the soccer. We didn't do well, oh, no, uh, we didn't do well sorry, in the um, cricket. We didn't do well in the rugby. All our hopes are on Bafana Bafana. Mm. We would like them to come home with the Gold Cup. 
So we need to pray and we need to hope that, you know, the goalkeeper will apply his mind tomorrow. We could stand the chance, but as I see it, You know, the thing about the the, the goalkeeper as well, I'd like to just ask you something because the coach has been rotating the goalkeepers. There's two. There is Darren... I don't don't know if if you're familiar with the goalkeeper. So there's Darren Keith and then there's also Ronan Williams. Who is uh, Coach Stuart Baxter going to be playing? Who's going to be fielding tomorrow? I think the Williams. Ronan Williams. Mm. Yeah. So if he doesn't apply his mind, then it's going to be a problem. All right. Yeah, yeah. Anything that you'd like to tell us, Linda? Now, I just want to say to all the viewers, that it doesn't matter who wins. We know we've got a winning team in Bafana, Bafana. Yeah. doesn't matter if they don't win tomorrow. I think in the future they will do better because I think that the coach will see, you know, who he can replace with the goalkeepers and then things will go better. Bafana, Bafana is a very good team. Don't throw them away. And then uh, when it comes to the coach, uh, coach uh, Baxter, do you actually see him staying beyond this tournament? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, they won't, they won't change him now. They will keep him there. They will continue with him for oh. now. All right. Well, yeah. Linda, thank you so, so much. And we hope to okay, speak to you again in the future. Okay, it's a pleasure, Lila. Anytime when you want to. You're All welcome. Right. Thank you so much. Okay, 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 okay. Bye. 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 That is Fortune Teller and Psychic Linda Kuhn saying that tomorrow, Bafana Bafana, they're going to score an early goal against Egypt. However, Egypt are going to win 2 1. Uh, she says that the goalkeeper, the problem is going to be there because the goalkeeper will not be applying his mind. She sees the goalkeeper being fielded tomorrow, being Ronan Williams, and uh, Coach Stuart. Baxter will not be facing the chop. What do you think of that prediction? 089 110 2000 and 089-110-3377. And of course, send us your voice notes 060-584-2250. Hi, this is Tanya from Redderpurth. A message for our Bafana boys for tomorrow's game against Egypt. Focus not on the past but on the role models who sparked your desires to become soccer players and play with pride and honor tomorrow. Create opportunities on that field. Unite and make tomorrow's game about you. Because when you play with enjoyment and your skills and you take every opportunity to get as many goals and defend, you are making yourselves proud, you are making your role models proud, you are making your fans proud and you will make South Africa proud. Focus on creating opportunities and making a difference do not be intimidated by anyone go out there make yourselves proud the best is yet to come hi guys uh i honestly think our coach Stuart baxter is just uh, out there to sabotage the national team Every time we find a winning team, the next game it dismantles it and it starts all over. Look at what happened 
uh, to the game against uh, Namibia. We had a nice team that played well, that gelled well. We won. The following game against Morocco, completely different team. Tomorrow as well, we're going to be looking at a completely different team. So, I don't know. I think after the AFCON, we must just resign. Give a South African coach a chance. Kevin Hans or Thank you. Bye. No, no, no. The way I had really uh, responding to your question, I don't think uh, things are okay in, in Cairo, man. Uh, you can. Uh, I was listening to him, man. Actually, his morale is down. There is uh, nothing we have to expect from Afana tomorrow. The only thing we just have to honor our game, finish, and come back home. I don't think Bafana will proceed to the next round. Man. They are really playing bad, bad, bad nowadays. Okay, man. It's Winky. Call. I don't see Bafana Bafana winning at Egypt because his coach, they don't know African culture. They still learning there. But why they didn't hire son of the soul, South African coach? Hey, 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 hey. this Safa is killing football. Sivuem was at Cape Town. Thank you so much there for the voice notes that you've been sending. And yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of pessimism that I sense when it comes to it. And hey, keep them coming. 060-584-2250. Let's now go to Pretoria where we find Clifford. Clifford, good evening and welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? All right. Talk to uh, us, Clifford. I'm only praying, I'm praying that Bafana Bafana could play their heart out. Mm. Uh, if Stuart Baxter can put in a, form, a formidable squad in, in, in the ground, I think they can go all the way. Mm-hmm. They must play I their will, heart I out. I only pray that they go all the way. You pray that they go all the way. Thank you. All right. Short and sharp. That is Clifford out in Pretoria. Now let's go to Bloemfontein, the city of Roses, there where we find KG. KG, good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much for taking my call. Welcome to the show. Talk to us. Yes. My only request is those people, I think, uh, if they can be mentally strong mm-hmm. and understand that the field of play is like uh, their own duty, they are working. You know, they are not whiling away time there like uh, as civil servants. They can equally proceed and, 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 and proceed to the next level. However, if they don't win tomorrow, and make it to the, the last eight. They must not be paid those 320,000 rand bonus because actually they didn't qualify to the last eight. They got there by the big door. <laughs> so I don't think they deserve that money. But Velila Myandu um, did say that, look, it's part of uh, the tournament rules. So there is no big door. It's a way in which they qualified like other teams also did. So maybe we should stop calling it the back door. I mean, um, a qualification no, Safa, is a qualification. Safa, Safa made a mistake. They must have said they, they need to properly qualify. You know, not this system of uh, pass one, pass all. <laughs> because now they got in via pass one, pass all. They didn't actually win. They work hard to win. And number two, yeah. so that team does not do good in Egypt tomorrow. In Jordan, I think he has actually overstayed his welcome. He must consider just running away and hide also. He's hey. not assisting us with nothing, really. And then, how would you feel about Bafana Bafana? Should they actually beat Egypt tomorrow? I believe they, 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 the reason that they are there is mm. because they, they actually can, they have what it takes. Mm. As long as they can, you know, be mentally strong and have the, the proper temperament, not arrive there and now emotionally be intimidated and psychologically be intimidated and, and, and feel as if, no, they were taken somewhere off the street and taken to the tournament. They don't actually have what it takes. They must believe in themselves. 
you know, that you can do this mm. and, and work hard and die with their boots on. They can actually proceed. That is what I believe. They can proceed. Well, KG, thank you so much. Thank you. That is KG Artin Bloemfontein saying that he believes that Bafana Bafana should go out there and apply themselves and they can actually go through. He doesn't like the fact that, like many people, the fact that they did qualify as one of the best third place finishers. However, it is the tournament rules. It is what it is. Bafana Bafana are in the last 16 playing against host nations, uh, host nation there, Egypt, tomorrow. You are listening to hashtag MSW and keep the calls coming. 089 110 2000 and 089 377 with the voice notes this 60 Tomorrow it will no longer about Stuart Baxter it, it will be all about the players the players need to carry the country let's just forget about the coach the players need to do whatever it takes for the nation. Let's just forget about the coach tomorrow and focus on the players. The players must deliver for the country. This is Patrick from Tietu. Thanks. Good evening, South Africa. I believe in Bafana. This Bafana that will play against Egypt. Yes, it was weak all the time. We failed and the, the guys were not promising. But this one that's going to play against Egypt, is going to come up victorious. Egypt, is, they know they've been troubling us, but now recently we are beating them. Not the coach will win, our boys will win against Egypt. Go Bafana, Bafana, go. We'll support you boys. Tomorrow we are behind you guys. Come up, show us, we will beat Egypt. Yes, the fortune teller says it will be beaten, but what I can tell you, we score one goal, it's finished, we're going to close the game. We want to win. This is Tomelo, yeah, Jobetina. MSW, I mean, I am Fungogosho Jogotai, but it's a local Tabafana. Paramisama Sugisi, they must stand tall through the fall. Yeah, I think Ibonayanji. Sasa Timbinkosi Lodge, two goals. Bafana Bafana will win by 3 0. Kittis of Lodge, two goals. I Lililinia Gangazi Okoraba, and my Lodge is a two goals. If if she start the match, he start the match. He congelo kung fungugush. Kosana lo topsin with extension three. Pre. Thank you so much today, Kosana Tumela and Patrick with uh, your voice notes. Keep them coming. Let's uh, now go to Boxburg where we find Lucas. Lucas, good evening and welcome to MSW. Hey, how are you guys doing, man? I'm in fantastic. We're good. Cool, how are cool. you? No, I'm okay. I, I just hope that Bafana was proud tomorrow. I just want to say one thing, mm-hmm. and I hope the coach is listening, you know. Motive out, lodge in, we run that Egyptians down the ground, we'll win that game. That's all we need to do. Run Thanks for taking my call, man. All right, short <laughs> and sharp. That is Lucas from Boxburg saying that lodge must be in and we'll run the game. Let's go to Jackson in Nelspreet and Nasport. Jackson, welcome to the show. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Thank you uh, for welcoming me. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Bafana. Look, I I am happy that they they did qualify. Yeah? I'm mm-hmm. not complaining 100 percent on how they qualified. It's, it's the the rules of the tournament. So, and talking of qualifying, they qualified because of the game they won against Namibia. That's good. Had they not won that game, they wouldn't have qualified, right? Yeah. So the game. 
against Namibia uh, wasn't that they like turning off their play. I can't say no. Uh, it shows uh, maybe enough confidence to say that they can win uh, against Egypt. As, I, as our country, we have to support them, but their play is not convinced enough. But when they play, plays like they pump the ball. Usually, you look at their play, when they get the ball, they look at the, they look back. Oh, yes. Uh, and apologies there to Jackson out in Nalspreet. You know, we've got this system here that just comes in and it cuts and it does play the ad breaks there. And Jackson saying that, you know what, he is quite optimistic when it comes to Bafana Bafana. Let's now go out. Uh, let's see if he's, is Jackson still on the line. Hello, Jackson. Okay, it seems like Jackson is gone. However, we're in Tembisa. Peter is standing by. Peter, good evening and welcome to the show. Hello, Peter. And there's actually a website uh, called uh, Hello, Peter. Let's uh, move over now to Johannesburg, where we find Tabo. Tabo, hello and welcome to the show. You? Oh, there we go. Good evening. Yeah, talk to us, Tabo. Tell uh, us about Bafana Bafana. For me, I've been disappointed. And I've been disappointed from the day Stuart Baxter was appointed as a national team coach. Mm-hmm. And my reason is that he's too defensive. We need an offensive play. And, I mean, the past three games, one thing that upsets me about defensive play is that after the game, when you leave the pitch, you would say, I could have, I should have, I would have. If you play offensively, when you leave the pitch, you would say, I gave it my all. Mm. And the goals were not there for me. Or maybe they attacked us, you know, at our vulnerable period, maybe in the last few minutes of the game whereby we lost concentration. But you can see growth in that. I mean, all of us that play township football, we play change three, drop six. Yeah. That thing taught us how to score goals mm-hmm. and how to be offensive at all times. But with this type of European-style play whereby you pack the pass and you wait for the opposition to come to you so that what, uh, what happens is that Baxter will, will always say that he has to contain them. Mm-hmm. For how long are we going to contain oppositions? And look at Madagascar. They won against Nigeria. Yeah. Who could have ever thought? Who could have thought Madagascar can win but against we, Nigeria? Stuart Bexa is scared of any other team that is above Abafana Bafana in terms of ranking. And for that, I don't see us going anywhere. We are stuck with him and we continue crying for the same things that he has been doing like a stretch out TV. I thank you. Thank you so much. That is a table out in Johannesburg. And of course, when it comes to the Africa Cup of Nations, they're Benin leading 1-0 against Morocco there. And the match is 58 minutes in. Let's go to uh, to Randburg where we find Luke. Luke, good evening. Welcome to the show. Hi, good evening, guys. How are you uh, doing? <laughs> yeah, it's okay, man. <laughs> Talk just, to us. Just a little bit disappointed, you know, with uh, our soccer team, you know. Uh, We've got all the talent in the world to beat any country, any time, any place. But we we let our players play with shackles, you know. We have these European footballers in our team and, and these coaches that, you know, they want to force a European style of football on African players. Yeah. You know, if you look at guys like uh, Lodge, you know, we need players that will go in there and attack. If we look at a team that played, it was only Percy Tau. Mm. And he played him on the wing. 
and he's got Mr. Takin, Tisha Takin there, Motiba. Motiba. <laughs> he, all Motiba wants to do is hold the play up. He can't trap first touch his back because this is not Europe. There's no space in, in, in African football. Mm. In African football, we play a running game. You know, as, as a coach with a level two SAFA qualification, even I do that with man the third teams. We need to play a running game. A running take game. Mo- we take Motiba out. We put Lodge in. Let's attack these guys from all over the place. We've got nothing to lose. So you reckon that uh, the tactics are better incorrect because you want uh, them to run at the Egyptians and not really try to play that passing game? Yeah, it, if, if you look at teams like Liverpool, Barcelona, Main City, they press high, they win the ball high, they score. Mm. We want to park a bus. We don't press high. We play, we play like a real boring style of football. All what we can do is maybe just take the Pirates team or the Sundowns team. Let them go play for fun. At least they are taking. <laughs> if we lose and we're saying, hey, we were taking, we lost. It's okay. But this tactical game, we play soccer so that the other team can't score goals. We don't care about us scoring. Yeah. Like now the whole South Africa is focusing on Mo Salah. He's a brilliant player. But if we let them defend, we won't even care about him. Aha. Uh-huh. So basically, you cannot win games if you do not score. Well, Luke, uh, thank you so much uh, for calling in. Let's move over now to Tembisa, where we find Temba. Temba, at Tembisa, good evening. Hey, Mkono Janbab. Hey, very well, man. You know, you know, you know, it's Bafana Bafana, my You know, for just tomorrow's game, if Chiyad Bakker is listening to us, for once, if he's listening to us, mm-hmm. can you just take out Mutiba? And players lodge, uh-huh. Vilagazi, Pesitau, Kompokekana. We are finished. Mm. Egypt is dead. Only those dead. four players. Yeah. Only those four players. He can add his own numbers, but without Mutiba and, and what's this guy's name? Love, first felt, what is his name? Uh, Felfake. Yeah, but that, that striker. Him and Mutiba can just put them aside for once and yeah. play lodge and Pesitau up front. We don't need big players, we need small players, runners. We're going to run Egypt, we're going to run Egypt 90 minutes. They'll get tired eventually. What do you think the score is going to be? If, if he feels Lodge and Tefita up front, yeah. Lodge and Tefita are going to each give us one goal each. And then our, our defense will have to do their homework. Because if Lodge and Tefita score two goals, we will win two more. Mm-hmm. But if our, if our defense laps, then we will lose 3-2. But Lodge and Tefita are going to each give us one goal. That's mm. it. Now, Temba, I, I hear that uh, you have a, a laugh that is second to none. And there is mm-hmm. an appetite to hear your laugh, Baba. Shona Korn. Lelo, goodbye. Come on. <laughs> Give us more. <laughs> no, 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 Lelo. Goodbye. Let's say, Bafana, Bafana. Although we are behind you, boys, we are 100% behind you, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Temba. They're not wanting to give us the laugh for this evening. Cosmo City, there we find Vuyo. Vuyo, good evening and welcome to the show. Evening, how are you? I'm fantastic, man. I'm good. I'm optimistic. Talk to yes. me. I just want to comment about Bafana Bafana. I think uh, they will do. they will do very well if... They started to play as a team, not individual. And if, only if our coach can put this guy, okay. can be coach, can be lodge, 
because I want to work Kalangaye. Mm-hmm. So if he can put him, maybe he can change. He can he can bring changes in our team. And another thing that I see in South Africa, this thing of money is killing our soccer seriously. Because uh, Safa is promising player a lot of money. I think if players can play, they deliver. After that, they can talk about money. But because they they, they talk about money. Well, they are not deliver what they are supposed to do. Yeah. They have to talk about money after they deliver. After they deliver. After they deliver. But I, I, I hope tomorrow they will do as proud. We, we really suffer in South Africa. We are suffering. Yeah, no, suffering. We've been, cry, we, we've been crying for a long time. Maybe this will change tomorrow if our coach can substitute. Another thing is substitute. Uh-huh. The guy don't want to substitute. You can't leave a player for about 20 minutes while you see the player is not even performing. In five minutes, then you substitute. Five minutes, no one can do anything with five minutes. All right. Thank you so much. That is Voyo Art in Cosmo City. Let's take a short break and then we'll take more of your calls after this. Hashtag MSW. Let's continue with the calls this evening right here on MSW with myself, Lelomzak. It's a pleasure joining you this evening and actually having a chat with you. You were giving us our predictions. We heard the sidekick saying 2-1 to Egypt. Coach Clive Barker predicting a 2-1 win to Bafana Bafana. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Let's go to Nels Braid on the line. We find uh, Petrus. Petrus, good evening. Hi, good evening. Hello, how are you? I'm feeling great this evening, Petrus. How are you doing? I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm um, <laughs> quietly confident about tomorrow. Mm. And um, my take on the whole Bafana Bafana thing is, for me, it's not about winning or losing. If we lose, let's lose in a, let's lose dying. If we win, let us win in a nice way. But the thing is, you know, if you lose, and uh, you didn't play well either for I don't know how many games. Then it, it, it doesn't make me feel happy as a footballer. But the team loses and they played well, but that we lost. Mm. Then I would leave with that. But the way Bafana Bafana is doing at the moment, it's like we've got a plan A and there's no plan B, there's no plan C. And uh, our job is like to stop the guy from... Scoring, then that's how we play. Why don't we go out there and throw the kitchen sink at them? If they catch us on the break and they beat us one nil, so be it. But if we go there and defend and they still beat us one nil, so what were we defending? Ah, so you want Bafana Bafana to die with their boots on? Exactly, exactly. All right. Thank you so much uh, there, Petras. Petras wants a win. Weather beautiful, weather ugly. He wants a win because at the end of the day in football, a win is a win is a win. Um, hi, uh, my name is Shelton here. I uh, just have a few words of encouragement to Bafana Bafana. I say go out there, make your country proud. Uh, pay no mind to all the negativity. Um, take the stones people throw at you and use them to build a monument. Go Bafana, you can do it. MSW, I'm still saying that Gavin Hunt must be given a chance to coach Bafana Bafana. He has proven that he can he can be a good coach of Bafana Bafana. He must be given a chance. Pito did coach Bafana Bafana, but now it's time for Gavin 
to be given a chance. Please do. Roro from Pimba. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, saying Gavin Hunt should be given uh, the chance to coach Bafana Bafana. In Springs, we find Unati. Unati, good evening. Good morning, Mr. Mzata. Babang Pili Leng Pilesa Gangeza All is well, my brother. All is well, Paula Babuti. Yeah, I can hear all the negativity from the supporters of Bafana Bafana, but I can foresee uh, a surprise, a big surprise. You know, Bafana Bafana be lala ganje, then lela bad lala It's not a good game in lela bad lala but to redeem themselves, they will do everything to gain the confidence of their supporters back. Mm. Tomorrow, I foresee a big surprise. We uh, are going to beat uh, Egypt. And uh, the scoreline, what do you see the score being? It will not be a big match. It can be 2-1, one, 1-0, one but we are going to win. You don't want, I'm confident. You don't want penalties, ne? No, we are not going to uh, for, penalty, for penalties. Aha, uh-huh. okay. We are going to win on the pitch. You're going to win on the pitch. Thank you so much, yes, uh, Unati. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. That's Unati out in Springs. He is optimistic, saying that Bafana Bafana actually does see a victory for them there when it comes to the match tomorrow against Egypt. And, of course, a match that is currently on the go. Benin still leading Morocco 1-0 in the second half, 70 minutes into the match there. And, yeah, other matches are going to be taking place. I mean, tomorrow we're going to be seeing the likes of... Uh, I'll actually give you just... All the fixtures that are going to be taking place. It is, uh, we're going to be seeing uh, Uganda playing against Senegal. That's this evening at 9. And then Nigeria will take on Cameroon. That's a big one to watch. As well as Egypt, South Africa. That's at 9 tomorrow. Madagascar playing against the Democratic Republic of Congo on Sunday at 6. At 9, it's going to be Algeria playing against Guinea. While Mali taking on uh, the Ivory Coast there. It's a West African affair in that match on Monday at 6. And then at 9, it's going to be Ghana playing against the two. 089-110-2000 is the number to call. And of course, you can also send us your voice notes. We're playing them here on uh, Marawa Sports Worldwide. 060-584-2250. How are you, Lelo? This is Moses Mukwena. Bafana Bafana is going to terrorize uh, uh, the Egyptians into their own territory tomorrow. People are going to be amazed as at what Bafana Bafana is going to do to the Egyptians. We are going to leave them with their tails under their legs. This is Moses Mukwena of Hamukwakwela. Thank you, Lelo. MSW, I think the change of the name must be considered as well. Bafana Bafana is not intimidating. It's like you're playing against little boys. Look at the other teams. You've got the Lions of Taranga. You've got Senegal, the Lions. You've got the Super Eagles. You got uh, the squirrels, you got the bulls, you got, you, you name them. They all have intimidating names. I think we should be called the rhinos of South Africa or something like that. Something that is intimidating to the opposition. Bafana Bafana, already when you, you hear that name and you're going to face the team, immediately as the opposition you think, well, it's a walkover. I think the name should be changed. It's Fizzo in Newcastle.
Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's Fiso in Newcastle. There, I'm not so sure about the squirrels being an intimidating name, but I mean, squirrels do eat nuts. But hey, it's one of those things. And of course, uh, the name change is something that has been a debate for a very long time. Well, for myself, Lelomzata, and the entire crew right here in studio, thank you so much for joining us this evening and listening to the show. It's now time for us to hand over to the guys there who's going to be giving us some good music. It's time for Audiogasm.